Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. What is going on, Notre Dame fans? How about the Fighting Irish knocking off the USC Trojans 48 to 20? A blowout in South Bend, Indiana. How is everyone doing tonight, Tim? You look fantastic as always. Love the haircut. Hey, um, fresh how are you, my friend? You, you feeling good right now? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I'm, I'm I'm down in the basement. You can hear my voice, man. I'm so hyped up down there. It's like um, watching this ball game. It was um, man, it's thrilling. So many emotions right now. You got um in the pregame show. It's the you know I don't know if you know it's the 50th anniversary tonight of the '73 title team, and you see all the old warriors walking across behind the pregame show, smiling, waving, and um. Man, that was awesome to see all those old guys. And then obviously in that legendary SC game was Eric Penick's 85-yard run. Some say the loudest in the history of Notre Dame Stadium was that after that touchdown run. They upset SC, went on to win the title. This game reminded me, me a lot. I talked about it the other night with Mike Goolsby and you. I got out of the Marines in 95. My first game ever, <laughs> ever in South Bend was, I mean, we moved to South Bend and uh, stayed out there for a year. It was the 1995 Classic when number five Keyshawn Johnson and SC comes to town and Notre Dame whitewashes them 38 to 10. And then Mike, what? I mean, seriously, I'm a nervous wreck because I just expected Caleb Williams to, to just run 80 yards every time he touched the ball. And then some guy out of Omaha, Nebraska just went freaking nuts tonight, Xavier Watts. I'm using him like Eric Pennick is legendary for the 73 game against SC. and. Yeah, I don't think Xavier Watts is ever, ever going to buy a meal in South Bend again just for this game alone. He could retire. He's done. I mean, what a game from him. Um, Notre Dame like had like 40 plays on offense. It's like it was crazy it, it, with all the short drives. But uh, heck of a win. Let me just say real quick, because this was hyperbole or whatever you want to say. This is big, guys. Everyone watching this was big. There's a there's a massive difference between playing in the Blue Bonnet Bowl or the Gator Bowl or whatever the heck mid tier bowl. Had they lost this and they beat number ten SC, now they've been living a dream, so to speak, 
undefeated number 10, but they're still number 10 undefeated with the reigning Heisman Trophy winner. And they just yanked the Heisman away from them, yanked out USC's title hopes, let's say. And Notre Dame and Marcus Freeman and these guys are going to go into a bye with a legitimate shot at a New Year's Six Bowl. So, man, I'm done. My rant's over. Let's talk with everyone. Hell of a night. Hell of a win for Notre Dame. Congrats to that coaching staff tonight. Seriously, congrats. Yeah. All right, Tim. This needs to be said. Listen, folks. We do this show for you guys. We need to talk about something. The offense, it was not great. Notre Dame's offense wasn't great. To dwell on that right now is about the stupidest thing we could do. We, I mean, we're not going to have a show here. The game ended five minutes ago. We're not going to sit here and talk about the, oh, the offense wasn't good. It, it wasn't great. But it's an offense-defense-special-teams game. Notre Dame's offense did enough for, for the Irish to win, right? Didn't really shoot themselves in the foot a whole attempt. Did Notre Dame have a turnover? No, no, no. Let me jump in there for 12 nope. seconds. I turn over special teams touchdown. Defense was outstanding. Um, I mean, offense, defense, special teams got it done tonight. Seriously, I've been in my bunker down below, so I haven't been on Twitter. Mike, I don't think I, I, I did not talk to you until about five minutes ago. I and I know you probably thought I was buried somewhere. And when I told you it's USC. I'm not talking to anybody. I literally got over 100 text messages right now. I haven't. Not talking to a darn soul. So if people want to come, first off, how do you complain about the offense? If if they're allowed, if if they can only go 18 yards, they went 18 yards, right? They didn't they didn't have the ball. That was a defense set them up. Who cares? <laughs> it's USC. It's Caleb Williams, the Heisman Trophy winner, who won the Heisman against Notre Dame last year. The defense was outstanding. They created turnovers, and that's how you beat. I know it's not an upset because Notre Dame is favored by two points. Who cares? Let's go by the rankings. They upset the number 10 team in the country. What is it? Every game this year, they played an undefeated team. Four consecutive night games. We get into all that junk. So you're right. There should be zero complaining whatsoever. What a damn win tonight. It's just not the time. Right? No. We talked about it Wednesday night, but now – it's just uh it's they not- punted, but when it was time to score, they the bomb to Tyree and then they ran. I, I don't know, don't get me going. I thought it was a heck it's a win. Football yeah. games sometimes are gutted out yeah. by certain situations or whatnot. Uh how many times has Mike Goolsby talked about their undefeated eight and oh and offense scored 10 touchdowns probably in eight? I mean, it those things happen, you win. So it's USC. How they, I think you said it in our show the other night. If they win 7-6, who cares? Who gives a it's shit? Seven yeah. To yeah. So, so, Tim, what we also talked about all week was you want this game to look a lot like the Clemson game last year. Because, listen, folks, also on the offense, here I said we're not going to talk about it much, but here we are. We, and Tim, we know what the offense is, right? If we went out there and inspected Notre Dame to light it up offensively, that'd be unfair because it's just not Notre Dame right now, right? you got to take the context of it. You wanted it to look like USC last year where Drew Pine, you didn't need Drew Pine to go beat Clemson last year in that, no. that three team. Eight Drew completions. Pine. Eight completions against Clemson, I believe, yeah. last year. You, that's what you needed from – you just needed Sam Hartman to not need you to win the game tonight. If Notre Dame was getting in a track meet with USC, was, we know it was going to end bad. That was exactly what Notre Dame needed to do. Oh. These turnovers, Tim, I, I, I mean, the defense was outstanding. and. 
So much credit's going to be given to Xavier Watts. He played phenomenally. Ben Morrison had a pick. Up and down knife for him, but he had the pick. Oh, yeah. The D-line, Tim, has got to be the, the, the key to this win for yes. the Fighting Irish, right? I mean, yes. they all did so well. Shout out to Bubokar Traore, one of my bold predictions for the season, that he was going to come on late in the year and make a big impact. Had a nice little game tonight. Maybe the penalty. Sure we'll, we'll we'll talk about the <laughs> halftime thing later, Tim. But oh um, yeah, Tim, the D line was outstanding. Oh. Javante Jean Baptiste thought Mills, yeah. he was disruptive. Talk about this D line, Tim. Oh, it was, it was outstanding. I mean, Howard Cross at five eight. You know, the fire Notre Dame's five eight nose guard. Right, I'm saying that as a joke, obviously, because he's so short. Had the pass breakup. Riley Mills there in the second half literally picks up the guard, throws him, gets that sack. Maris had some big pressures. It's funny at halftime. I but I know I know Watts had the picks. JD Bertrand was like a maniac. You know, he got beat on the speed option because he runs a 5-5-40. He's not going to catch Lloyd, who people don't realize was the top 40 running back in the country when he came out and signed with South Carolina. So um stud that was JD's like one bad play because it was just leverage and they're caught two weeks in a row playing straight man free no one on the pitch guy so uh I'm sure Al Golden's kicking himself deal no it was it was outstanding one of my notes I wrote in there was um a lot of rotation a lot I mean they just flooded the front the back end they stayed the same other than when they went to Aztec they lived in nickel a lot um even in some Aztec dime situations, they they stayed in nickel. I counted maybe two, maybe only three times with three true linebackers out there when Kaiser came on. Um, a lot of, you know, obviously that caught him with 12 on the field at one time, uh, you know, because they're rotating so much. That was bad coaching. You don't sub when a team's going hur- hurry up. But, D, dude, the, the D was outstanding. Morrison was up and down, though. Ben Morrison was uh, – they attacked him, which is crazy. They really went after him. But I think that's just situations, and that's the guy they, they saw because Caleb was moving and running. Um, God, man, I can talk. I mean, what, a, what a hell of a game. Seriously, what a hell of a game. This is going to be a fun one to go back and rewatch because, you know, like, I mean, look at all these things, man. I got more notes than you can shake a stick at. And um, very good rush. Last year they ran by Caleb a ton. The only time they, I think they ran by him once and they came back and still got a sack on him. So kept him in front a time. Caleb is legit. He, I mean, even in loss, man, you got to tip your hat to that guy because he's he's a hell of an athlete. Goolsby called that USC was going to come in here and just think that they had this thing in the bag. And they obviously did it. Caleb, we don't just trying to be superhero out there. And he, I mean, he had some really good moments, obviously. There was a third down and long where I think it was – I can't remember the defense lineman for Notre Dame. I thought it was Traore, but I don't remember. It was in uh, Sneed, actually. I think Sneed was in his face late in the fourth quarter. Yeah. And he just delivers a dart for a first down. I'm like, good gosh. And him running the ball, it's a really good – but Notre Dame did such a yeah. good job. I mean, the defensive line was really outstanding, Tim. Like, what a win, man. 40 and then, yeah, the interceptions was him obviously trying to make a play, trying to just be active because you you know, I mean they lived. By the way, NBC lived on the USC's uh, sidelines. You saw Notre Dame only once every you know fifteen minutes. It felt like they were living with Caleb Williams because obviously he is the show tonight, and his frustration. 
a lot of talking with Lincoln Riley. Riley was just like, what the hell? He saw what they were doing. You could hear him talking, and a lot of it was about the rush, taking away lanes and whatnot. So, um, you know, man, it was a hell of a night by Coach Golden, Washington, the whole entire group. So big win, man, big win, big win, especially after – I mean, it's Notre Dame football. When you lose a game at Notre Dame football, I know it's still year two, Marcus Freeman, Groen, Parker, we could – Tons of people angry and all that. Last week was a last week was a gut punch. It really was because uh, it just didn't look like that team was prepared. And Freeman talked about that how he did not prepare his team, and uh, they rallied, man. So all this talk about midterms and all this yap, who cares? Yeah. As I said, as I, hey, they're going to sleep next week. They have the bye. Let's get ready. I think they got Pitt coming out of the bye. How about this super chat? Four ninety nine from uh, someone named Mike Goolsby. Never heard of him. He says FUSC. Let's effing go. It's all y'all. Goolsby, what's up, brother? Uh, Seven p.m. Eastern time tomorrow. Goolsby show. I'm so excited for that one. It's gonna be a lot of fun. Tim, we do have a really important uh, important talking point. Mike says the quality and sound of NBC on TV is just ridiculously bad. We're gonna spend a good twenty minutes talking about NBC, the broadcast booth, all that good stuff. Hey. Tim, let's not talk about the. Uh, I literally, just to drive people nuts, I watch it on Peacock. My TV down below has the greatest, I kid you not, Mike, the greatest picture quality of the Peacock streaming is outstanding to me. So that's my 30 seconds to Peacock. I have no issues whatsoever. Notre Dame just beat the 10th ranked team in the country, the Heisman Trophy winner. Yeah, senior senior Hyde, and I'm sure Goolsby and every other Notre Dame. For who gives a who cares? Who cares? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, all right, we have 12 super chats. Make that 13. Dennis just put one in, so we're gonna go through super chats. So we obviously have a ton of things we want to say about the game. Usually, your super chats just lead us in those directions. So uh, post the super chats. Um, if not, if you obviously don't need to post any, um, I'm, I'm reading all the comments. So. Um, well, can you please can I just say a few things? Obviously, you know, I heard Tim, you, know, Tim, can you hold it. Let me do a quick let's hear go. from a sponsor real quick and then we'll go to you. Um, and then our super chats, folks. We're gonna hear from game time on uh, and, and talk about the ticket purchasing process because um it, it can be stressful. You got to find that event you want to go to, get the seats you want, then go through that purchase process. It can be stressful, especially if you're wanting to purchase those tickets at the last minute, but it shouldn't be stressful. And that's where we learn about game time. It's gametime.co, not.com. It's a fast and easy way to buy tickets for sports, music, comedy, and theater near you with killer last minute ticket deals. So you can relax and get hyped for all that fun that you are going to have. And with promo code BGI, you'll get $20 off your first purchase. And best thing, they guarantee you'll get the lowest price or they'll refund you up to 110%. You don't need to play in months in advance since they have deals right up to game time. Snag the tickets without the stress. Download the game time app, create an account, use that promo code BGI for $20 off your first purchase. Terms apply. Download game time today. Last minute tickets, lowest price guaranteed. All right, Tim. Yeah, yeah, no. And actually, I'm going to go grab some water because I'm going to lose my voice. So it's all. Yeah, 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 yeah. For a quick yeah, a minute until you get back here. But uh, yeah, you're talking about the D-line. One of the things I wrote down here was a lot of loops. You saw a lot of double loops where the ends were crashing. Mills and Cross were coming, uh, going outside trying to contain Caleb. A lot of that, a lot of looping with Maris, which we've seen a bunch with Maris doing that this year. I thought he did way more of that like a muddle 
you know, slow playing spy because Caleb's just outstanding athlete. So you saw a lot of that with Maris and then a few times he just heated way more blitzing than I expected. Um, a lot of four man rush, but man, it just felt like they just started to bring it and got more, more and more comfortable, especially when they got the lead started blitzing a ton. And then one thing I want to give up, you know, just a, the jump on the offense is that, you know, been a lot of complaining about shifts, motion, uh, let Hartman see things. Jared Parker motioned and shift so much today. There was multiple times doubles shift into double tight end. They went from trips. You saw a phase on played a ton tonight, just running him in motion. A lot of phase on, uh, you know, zooms, jets, whatever, you, you know, you know, term is for anything, but a lot, a, a way more motions and shifts than he has done in the past. So I think that was something that was very, very good from uh, coach Parker. Me personally, I, I, I was stunned they threw the ball so much and, and they really only threw the ball. I'm going to have to go back. I mean, maybe twice past 15 yards today. No, mm-hmm. three. They tried going, I think, the floors once. It was nothing. Obviously, the Tyree one was a bomb. I think only one more. Everything was really, really short, which was uh, – I, I found that, I found that surprising, but that just goes back to a lot of our talk with – you know, when, you know, when we get into wide receiver talk and whatnot. But I thought Parker did a lot of good things, a lot, a lot of good things, a lot more pulling to the outside. You saw the quick toss a bunch, and then um, they really fed Estime because they didn't have any other running backs barely touch the ball tonight. So they yeah. had the big guy inside tonight. Yeah, good point. Estimate 22 carries, 95 yards, two touchdowns. Yeah. It's it's interesting because we're like, run Estimate more. What are you doing? Why aren't you running Estimate more? And then they run Estimate more, and we're just finding something else to, to get upset about. Listen, you got to understand that this Notre Dame offense is just limited with playmakers. Oh, yeah. I mean, your main receivers – is a walk-on lacrosse player of mine. So split out Stays and Evans. They split them out yes. a ton. Jordan yes. Faison, who was a walk-on two weeks ago. Chris yeah. Tyree, who was a running back last year. Great House and Flores, who were fresh, er, uh, seniors in high school last year. Colsey's hurt. Thomas is out hurt. Merriweather yeah. played a little bit but got benched. Like It's just a limited offense because of the receiver position, in my opinion. Um, so teams are stacking the box. The Tyree, the play action, the post, cover zero – that was beautiful. That was a perfect example of Notre Dame, like situational football, getting it done offensively. Absolutely love that. All right, we're going to Super Chats. Um, TDDP574 says, where's the offense, though? Uh, not a great performance, but, I mean, we kind of we just talked about that. Um, the Tyree touchdown was huge. I, huge. Tim, I think the price kickoff return touchdown puts Notre Dame from 31 to 20 up to 38 to 20. With, I think it. eleven and months. Uh, excuse me, eleven months. Eleven minutes to go, or so. Yeah. Nine minutes to go, somewhere in there. After Play Branch the just had that huge one. Yep. 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 Play of the game. You go from special teams stinks to special teams is the greatest thing. That was the play of the game for me, Tim. Because yes. if USC gets that, I mean, if Notre Dame, the offense is sputtering at that point. Yep. Notre Dame goes three and out. Maybe oh. punts after one first down. Yeah. USC goes probably scores a touchdown to make it. It's 31-28 yeah, with nine minutes to go because they're going to score so quick. No, that was just – that was massive. Yeah, yeah. That was massive. Yep, but let more. me just take uh, two seconds on that. Where was the uh, – I mean, once again, that's one whole possession gone. 
and you had multiple possessions where they got turnovers and it was just short drives. So, yeah. and then there was a couple drops and Hartman, I don't, I don't know if something's wrong or whatnot, but he has been high over the head a lot these yeah. last few weeks, a lot. He had dudes yeah. open. Uh, the Evans, I mean, that's the other thing. I mean, where's the offense? Well, Mitch Evans is w- wide open. He gets the first down. SC guy strips it because the ball's behind him. Had the ball been in front, it's an easy catch. And then right, I think it's right after halftime uh, when Evans got hurt. He has stays wide Yeah, that open. was it. It's just a bootleg dump it. It's, it's basically the spider, you know, two wide banana. Right. If dump he, it and stays is running 30-something yards before there's a player. The bad decision. Like, if he throws that up to Evan, if Evans catches that, that's probably where Stays would have ended up being tackled. And yes, Stays was so wide open. Not it's, a great decision by Hartman, but uh, well, those were a few Hartman things I felt tonight. Yeah. Not not a great game. I mean, it's not a popular opinion at all, but I thought Parker called a better game than Hartman did at quarterback. And Hartman didn't stink. He's just, 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 just okay. He was hey. just okay. But the stats: Hartman averaged six point three yards per pass. Caleb Williams five four. There you go. So, not bad. Caleb Williams under 200 yards passing. Yeah, Tim, I threw uh, a prize picks um, entry the other night on both Williams and Hartman going less than their total, and I and that hit easy. I think oh, Hartman's, Hartman's more or less was 260, and Williams was like 300. I was like, yeah, there's no shot. Uh, partly because I thought it was going to be raining. That's why I said 20 to 19 Notre Dame. Um, and obviously the rain, the rain had a big, I was leaning into thinking it was going to rain. Tim, how about us hitting over 2000 live concurrence, um, in the, uh, in the live show folks, if you are just, if you're new here, uh, yeah, hit right. the thumbs up, subscribe to our channel. Um, so you don't miss any of our other videos. We would love to have you, um, check out more of our content here on our blue and gold YouTube channel. Um, as well as the Mike Goolsby show tomorrow hey. night, 7 PM Eastern time Gools or uh, yep. hi. Uh, I was gonna say no. I, I don't have the, I don't have my uh, uh, numbers on me, but Notre Dame was I, I believe one eighteen or the low one twenties in the country in tackles for loss. One of the worst teams tackles for losses in eleven tonight, eleven TFLs and um, six sacks. Man, just I'm, yeah. I'm scanning this uh, the stats yeah. right now. So unbelievable. By the defense. Yeah. I mean, defense just... is the story of the game, especially the D line. A uh, trash has great win. I know this isn't for a bit, but I find it hilarious that Phil Dracovic once again will not play against Notre Dame. Let's see if he wins again. Uh, trash, appreciate the super chats. Uh, Dracovic, yeah, moving to tight end. I thought it was a joke when I saw that tweet, but here we are. Trash, appreciate you. Kirk says, unstoppable force. The USC offense met a movable object. Notre Dame defense tonight. A movable object one. Go Irish. $10 from Kirk. These are the best super chats. Just. Love it. Kirk, appreciate your support. Yeah, how about yeah, that Notre Dame defense holding Caleb Williams to 199 yards um, yes. and five turnovers to 28 points off those turnovers, right? And I think the last turnover is just when Notre Dame kneeled the game out. So you don't, you don't count that. So no. Notre Dame scored touchdowns on each of the turnovers. There's another key talking point in the game. Kirk, really appreciate your um, Rick says, where was the deep, where was this defense last week? The best thing I could hope for since no playoff game is a chance to play LSU in a bowl game and play like this. Yeah, Tim, the feeling is like, man, what if Notre Dame beats Louisville? And then Notre Dame is right there in the playoff mix, but 
they're not now unless you just have some craziness across college football. But, hey, at least you probably knock USC out of the playoff pick. Maybe, maybe not. I guess if they went out. They well, they still, still got, got Oregon and Washington. Those two, I watched Washington. that game today. Those guys are freaks. Yeah, so Both maybe not teams. USC. But USC's not at least you know, going undefeated. So. But um, uh, the defense actually played his butt off, I thought, last week outside of just a couple runs. And they're really fits. Uh, two bad fits from um, – uh, which I'm gonna call it, geez, Louise, DJ Brown last week, and then the, the blitz, which uh, where, where Louisville hit the touchdown last week, the big touchdown run, literally the same play Notre Dame ran against NC State when Estime went, it went unbalanced. Notre Dame didn't have enough guys, Notre Dame should have called timeout, and that was a big touchdown. So I thought Notre Dame's defense just played their tails off last week. That game was 17 13, it got out of control because a couple. Fit Golden talked about one call he wants back, and it's, it was obvious. And then Notre Dame has three straight turnovers, and the defense holds them to three field goals. So, hey, the defense has not been. I mean, they have. They, I mean, they haven't been the issue at all this year. So those guys are playing their butts off this year. Rick, appreciate you. Chris says, uh, "What a great game plan and execution by the defense. It really yes. was. I mean, the secondary. You know, you know, Ben Morrison got flagged a couple times. Like it wasn't his." best game but all things considered Tim hey. yeah I'll take that I'll I will take that secondary and that performance every single day of the week against USC look who was the the number 14 uh team in the country lost to L- Pitt 38 Louisville 21 how about that I just I'm just looking at yeah. scores so and then Stanford obviously beats um Colorado oh, yeah. so it's like man yes. maybe Stanford and Pitt are not going to be walked through the parks like like we thought uh, they better be but <laughs> they better be yeah. Yeah. Louisville real quick that's 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 the Notre Dame to the Duke to the Louisville it's the emotions and I know uh you know Mike Goolsby's talked about those before they are real these are still 18 to 22 year olds just like Bubakar runs out there gets a sack and he starts doing you know uh line dancing in Heightville, there's still a play to be played and it cost them gave USC three points. So uh, emotion with a bunch of knucklehead youngsters and it happens sometimes and Louisville got trapped just like they celebrated too hard. And uh oh what what an upset for that. Not bad. Yeah. Uh, yeah another one here starting three says designer defense showed up and showed out. Um was- they have Fits physical, um, very physical up front. Uh, I mean, they were just in there. I mean, they were so beyond discipline tonight. Uh, they didn't let, I mean, the few times Caleb scrambled, I mean, his longest run was 11, and it felt like he had that all the time because he's just moving around so much. So, I mean, they were just disciplined as high heck, and those backers played their butts off, stayed in their fits, always kept him in the sights. One of the sacks JD had was awesome. They slanted Baptiste in. JD loops around. He's really a spy, and he saw an open lane. He takes it and gets the sack. So, man, hell of a night, hell of a win. Six and two after eight straight games. They're going to get some rest. You know, give give the older guys a few days off, and then get ready for Pitt and the energy. I mean, Notre Dame's got an unbelievable opportunity that lies ahead of them, and and they took advantage of a of, of SC in this moment tonight. So they got to, I mean, they got to rally and finish strong off this. My boy T Spencer, good to see you, man. He says, "I have to see Bubakar get some time." Same with Jordan Faison. Let's go Notre Dame. Yeah, man, this 
this 2023 freshman class for the Irish. Um, pretty darn good group. Um, yeah, Bubakar Traore, Tim. Oh, hell of a sack. I mean, as soon as I saw it out there, I saw 51, and I, I didn't have my roster. I was like, I think that's Bubakar. So, um, <laughs> the sack and uh, just the instant celebration, which, by the way, SC did not snap the ball in time. I went back and you watch it frame by frame. They snapped that ball when it's all zeros. The refs even said you could, it looked like one of the refs was like, they didn't get the snap off. And one guy comes in ND calls timeout with two seconds left. I'm like, are you kidding me? Which, you know, uh, so are you like upset with Freeman about that? Well, my first thing is, I don't know. I mean, even if, even, I mean, so you gave, you gave them two seconds, even if had they snapped it with two seconds, you know what I mean? It's and it's a penalty. It's, I mean, they're going to kick a field goal anyway, correct? So make them do all the rushing to see if they get the snap off in time. So he gave them a free three. Yeah, I mean, you don't know what you know what I mean. The time's running. First so, off, the most perfect bounce in the history of football, right back to Caleb to get down and and get set to even attempt a snap was like pure luck for that guy. Yeah, I'm not really hard on Freeman on that. I mean, it's such like a that was happening so fast. Here we are two hours after it happened, dissecting oh, yeah. it after we've been able to reflect well, on it. Like, so I can't, I mean, he's pissed that his defense is not like it's on the defense there. Freeman just made a, a bang, bang decision kind of. No, thing. no, no, that I yeah. agree with. I'm sure he's also, I mean, he, you know, damn well, that Ohio state thing is going to live with him until he's 106. So he's thinking about that. He's thinking about they had already gotten 12 men on the field, which, by the way, they had 13 originally on the field until one guy came off and then another guy ran on and Maris didn't get off in time. So he's probably thinking of that. The emotions, the turnovers, he sees this lead. And by the way, they went Aztec that whole drive and just gave SC 43 yards just playing soft and getting dinked and dunked underneath. That was fr- That was the most frustrating thing. I bet you Freeman was going nuts. Like, we just gave these guys 40 yards of, simple slants and quick outs to get down there and get and get in range for a field goal. So that was probably more frustrating and just put myself in his shoes. I'm sure he had 19 things going in that were just negative already. And he just said, time out. You know, I don't, I don't want nothing bad to happen. Right. You know what I mean? That's probably what he was thinking. So. Yep. Folks, please hit that thumbs up on the video. Subscribe to our channel if you have not done so yet. If you are new here, fantastic crowd here. Live chat's going crazy. Lots to talk about. Notre Dame beating USC by four tutties, Tim. Four touchdowns. Yeah, you absolutely of, uh, love to see it. Yeah, it's like 2017, but that was just Notre Dame running the ball for 300 yards down their throat. Tonight was the defense setting everything up for the offense. So it was awesome. It was awesome yeah. to see totally Clemson 2022 game. Like this is what that was. Offense, defense, special teams, um, balanced game for Notre Dame, took care of the ball, forced turnovers. I, I absolutely love that performance. Um, I mean, SD was averaging Mike. I can't, they came into this game averaging 51 points a game, 51 points a game. And it doesn't matter who they, I mean, 51 points, a lot of points. You get a tip. My a prediction of, of 20 to 19. Not that crazy when you think about this. Like Notre Dame obviously blew past 20. Sure. But I thought that you – I thought it was going to be like a more of a – just a battle. I mean, you, I mean Notre Dame just had all those turnovers that gave them all these easy points. And then you get 17 points in the fourth quarter. But I was one point off predicting USC score total. 
And I thought that was just going to be because of the rain. Like I thought Notre Dame was yeah. going to play really well in this game and they far exceeded my expectations, but um, yeah. So no, no, I mean, they, no, they totally did. The, the D was outstanding. Um, just limiting, you know, Caleb, how they did was, yeah. I mean, it's like, <laughs> it's, it's just so crazy, you know, how they did that. And, and you know, just really exciting the way that the energy, the way these guys played and just, and just played out of their minds. They really did. I mean, they played with a lot of emotion. I think a lot of that emotion stems from anger, blowing, doing what they did last week. I think no doubt about that, that those yeah. guys were angry, embarrassed to play Notre Dame football the way they played last week. And I think that came into this game today of just like, this is our rival. We need to play with pure hatred and just anger, just craziness, and get after this thing, focus, for the next three hours, and that's what those guys did tonight. All right, Sam, we have a quick ad read and then 29 super chats. All right, Sam, 29 super chats. So, yeah, we're going. let's get it going. Right. Rally it up, right. baby. Right. Rally it up. Irish fans, are you looking for that perfect gift for the Notre Dame fan in your life or even yourself? We'll look no further than the beautiful artwork of Barb Stevenson. She lives near the University of Notre Dame and has always been inspired to create pen and inks of the iconic buildings. Um, throughout the campus. In fact, she's even been conditioned, can, excuse me, commissioned by the university many times to create artwork of those classic buildings to give as special gifts. And now she has a selection of four Notre Dame limited edition pen and ink prints. She's offering to our listeners on our podcast. Hello, podcast audience, by the way. Hope you are well. Um, and our YouTube viewers here at Blue and Gold. What makes each pen and ink print so unique and one-of-a-kind is the hand-painted metallic gold she applies to each one. They are simply stunning. To purchase and view Bob's art, visit her website, barbstevenson.com. That's B-A-R-B-S-T-E-P-H-E-N-S-O-N.com. Or give her a call, 574-210-8388. Order now and receive free shipping anywhere in the continental United States. Order today, barbstevenson.com. Dot com. Thank you, Barb, for sponsoring tonight's show. Trashhead Xavier with the Heisman pose. I did not catch that. If that's what he did, that is fantastic. I love it. Um, really throwing some shade at your rivals there. Trash, thank you for the two. John says um, the team looks completely different after that loss. More heart and attitude has changed. Also still shook from finding out Singer 6-2. Give me 6-2 and a quarter, okay? Um my wife says I'm 6'3 when people ask me how tall – or people ask, hey, how, how tall is Hodgman? I'm going to take 6'3, but to be honest, like just a, share, a shade over 6'2. Um, John, really appreciate the five. Colin says quit bitching and celebrate the win. Irish Nation, Colin, yes. appreciate you, my friend. You uh, beat SC. You beat SC. Celebrate. Beat SC. Hey, and defense says defense was lit. An awesome win. I like that. Six words to describe the game. Defense was lit. An awesome game. And then, yeah, yes. I already popped this one up on the screen. But Ghoulsby says, F-U-S-C. Let's have me oh. go. Told y'all. This is the rival. Just for, I mean, but this is your rivalry. So anyone, I mean, who cares? I mean, seriously, when you play your rival, who cares? Win. Win. They got that shillelagh back after losing it last year. And real uh, just a quick, a quick one here, Mike. Just talking about USC going back to your prediction of being a low-scoring game. And someone's complaining about the offense. USC plays out of their mind against Notre Dame. They always do. 2018, when they were decimated, Notre Dame was undefeated, getting ready to go to the Final Four. They played their butts off on defense. Same in 2012. 2019, they did as well. So USC, I mean, this is a rivalry game. They're always going to bring in a little extra more than they do against Arizona. Yeah. Go ahead. 
All right, I appreciate that. Um, let's see. Dennis says it felt so good to be that scene. Hell yeah, brother! What yeah. a win. Oh, let's say past six, seven years or so, Tim. Any off the top of your head emotional reaction? Where does this rank among USC or <laughs> Notre Dame's biggest wins again since like seventeen, eighteen or so? <laughs> Since 1718, when they started playing, just somewhere, yeah, post 2016, post 2016. Oh, I, I was thinking the year 1718, my brain is mush. Um, oh, the bit, I mean, I mean, Clemson 2020, um, yep, obviously, yep. That's by one. the way, I've said a thousand and six times that is the first night I found Mr. Mike Singer and Mike Goolsby talk. Great night, yeah, a gr- great night. I'll never forget that. I was like, Mike Goolsby picked six Goolsby's on YouTube. And I watched the whole show, and um, that one obviously last year's Clemson was awesome, but no, this SC this SC game is. I mean, it's like twenty thousand. It's it's like two thousand seventeen. They just hammered them. So this is what it it's like. A whole team win and rolling. What's that? You're gonna answer my question though, Tim. The best win? No, just like yeah, where where it ranks like ah eh, top two, top three, maybe in the you know like I don't know, just off the top of your head. Uh, top three. Let's say I would say yep. top three up there with the two Walk Clemson the wins. Okay. Yep. I'd say the top, yeah, the two Clemsons and this SC one, just because it's Caleb Williams, man. I got a lot of respect for that guy. He's he's a hell of a football player. Davis, that's no question. Just a comment. I'm so high on this win. Thank you for the show. And let's just hang on to that a little longer after the game. Hell yeah, Davis. Appreciate the 20 as well, my friend. Yeah, Tim, it's just like such a a good win just after. You know, a Duke team you probably should have beat more, and then Louisville team should have beaten you lose too. Just to go out yeah. and smack your rival, the cocky USC team with the Heisman Trophy winner and Caleb Williams, just How feels about, good, man. And to do it in that fashion, forty-eight to freaking twenty, man. And to give a and to give a quick chuckle to everyone listening, I'm sure you saw the the fifty-five different towel throwers USC incorpor- you know has on their side. They got they're all about the towel throwing, the hype. They got guys getting – they got guys – they had some dude in like a pinkish shirt yelling at a Notre Dame game when it was like 31 to 13. I'm like, dude, what the, you know, it was just total hype, total fakeness at times, and it was just awesome, awesome to see Notre Dame just keep bringing it for 60 minutes. Davis, really appreciate the generous 20, man. Hope you enjoyed this one. Jay Vitt says, how angry are we now after the unprepared team last week in the Ohio State game where we beat Notre Dame, right? Uh, so these boys have the talent, just need to keep the mindset. Yeah. Yeah, here's – I don't know if this is an unpopular take. I feel like the way – all right, Notre Dame being 6-2, and two, you have the results – Right. But you also have like the gameplay, like how good has Notre Dame been? Right. Sometimes you win a game, you're like, should you have won that game? Like Duke, like kind of 50 50. Well, Duke and Ohio State are kind right. of wash each other, I think. I feel like six and two is like based on how Notre Dame's played this year, I think it's kind of fair. It, could it be seven and one? Obviously. Oh, yeah. But like it, it feels like six and two, like the way Notre Dame has played this year, they're probably about a six and two well, team with this schedule. Well, I mean, let's be honest. DJ Brown catches that ball. Notre Dame beats Ohio State. They're going to lose to Duke, I bet you. Just like Louisville lost tonight Maybe. to Pitt on the road. You know what I mean? The hangover, the exhaust, exhaustion of that game. Yeah. And then the Louisville thing was just, it's three, it's three weeks in a row of that. 
And I think tonight, as I said a couple of minutes ago, it's just pure anger. Notre Dame did not play Notre Dame football last week, and they were, you know, they were set to play tonight the way they want to. And just real quick, another thing, I think it goes back to Marcus Freeman being a still a young coach, a messenger, learning how to just constantly mold a team week to week to week. I think I think that is real as well. Yeah. Jay Vitz, um, appreciate the super chat. But yeah, I, it, it's I mean, we talked about that a little bit ago. Like, man, you just beat one of those two teams, still talking playoffs. Uh, so yeah, Jay Vitt, appreciate it. Uh Quote from Sam Hartman in the press conference today. Tonight, he says, "I met Joe Montana today. That was pretty sweet." I like it. <laughs> um, Michael says, "Just happy to watch the game here from Germany at all." So I absolutely don't care about broadcast quality. Happy we won defense. Michael, appreciate the five, my friend. Yeah, Michael, show up anytime you want. We love that take. Perfect. Yeah, Michael, you're the man. Roger says, "Love when USC loses. Love the defensive play." How about Roger with the um, the Detroit Lions logo? Okay, Jared how about, Goff. How Lions, by Jared the way. Goff won me a fantasy game last week, Mike. So I'm hyped. I'm a huge Dolphins fan, but I'm I, like, if I'm gonna root for another team, it's the Lions. I mean, I have just like seeing how bad they've been for so long. See the Lions yeah. back on come up. I kind of love it. Um, Angelo says, first touchdown, Hartman audible." Okay. Think Hartman is hurt from the Central Michigan. Yeah, that's that's a good thing. That's just going back to, I mean, he's been really high on his throws the last few weeks, and especially guys that are open, he's 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 throwing high. So it 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 could be it could be one of those things. They're just not going to say anything, and he's playing. What's in there? Barbara says, "I'd never date Williams. He'd steal my mouthwash." That's a good one, Barbara. That's pretty good. Uh, Angelo, appreciate the five. Uh, Snowman says we smashed USC, and that made me happy. Smashed them, right? That's that's the thing. It's not like Notre Dame got in some like you know track meet, which if they did, no doubt Notre Dame wins that. But it's the fact that like the way you won offense, defense, special teams, especially the defense, like that. That was the perfect way for Notre Dame to win that. Well, the perfect just real quick on the offense is is they got the short drives and then they just ran power o just right down their throat smashing it in for touchdowns rocco by the way rocco spindler gets a pancake and a half on one of those touchdown runs but that's you get set up and you take advantage of that notre dame did at times yeah all right um how about just a bye week thank god for the bye week not only for us tim but um just for this notre dame team um great time and then you go play Pitt, and then clemson and then another yeah, buy. Clemson, another buy. Wake, Stanford. That's what I'm yeah. saying, Mike. It's right there. This Notre Dame has, I mean, seriously, they have amazing opportunity to get to a New Year's Six yeah. Bowl. Amazing. Yeah. yeah. Um, so, yeah, folks, if you're just joining us, please hit that thumbs up. Subscribe to our YouTube channel. Remember, Goolsby Show. If you're new with us and you're like, wait, what? Goolsby? Like, uh, yeah, Mike Goolsby. You know that guy who had the pick six against Tennessee? Rocky uh, Top. Decades ago. Um, yeah, he will uh, be live with us tomorrow night, 7 p.m. Eastern time, so you're not going to miss that. Uh, continuing through the Super Chats, Roger says, love Goolsby Super Chat. He called it the man. Again, 7 p.m. Eastern time now. Sean says, where is your nail, nail polish now, Caleb? You know, Tim, not going to lie, there was a moment there where I was thinking about, they, they had a close-up on Caleb. I was like, 
maybe I should look at his nails because trash is going to post some super chat and talk about the nails and I'm going to get mad. So I might as well know what was going on, but I didn't see any, any anything on Caleb's fingers. He had something. He had something in there that yeah. flashed so quick. So I, I didn't hit pause to read it. So I'm sure we'll see pictures on Twitter. Yeah, I am sure we will. Uh, GFS says, Hi, can you think of a better defensive performance um, by a Notre Dame player than Watts had tonight? And uh, the Notre Dame senior safety had seven tackles, six of them solo, two picks, um, a pass breakup, and a forced fumble that led to. Yeah, the first thing goes. I mean, the yeah, first yeah. Game I think about is uh, Teo's game. Yeah, he had the, against, yeah, the fumble was, recovery for a touchdown. Yeah, too, right? yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. He, had a, he caused a fumble, then picked up a fumble recovery and two picks. Manti Teo's game against Michigan State in 2012 was just freakish. Um, unbelievable night he had that night. That's that's one that just pops out instantly. Um, bunch of the sacks against Virginia. Just thinking of individual games. Uh I think Julian Okora had a huge game against Virginia. Was that 2018? Um, just trying to think of a few others off the top of my head. Obviously, Mike Goolsby's pick six to win the game against Rocky Top in Tennessee. But no, Watts was unbelievable, Mike. Seriously, he was Eric. He was just, I mean, you want to talk about the football gods are like, you are going to be remembered tonight, young man, forever. Yeah. And you're going to be placed in the perfect spot every single time Notre Dame needs you. And um, man, that guy's going to have some nice looking fat heads in his office someday, huh? For, with the pictures he's going to have from this game. PV says, correct me if I'm wrong, but the point of the football game is for the team to win, not for the offense to have 500 yards just for sets. Like, look, I get it. Thank if you're going to be like critical of the offense, be like, man, like you need to be able to move the ball better and score more points and be able to rely on the offense to win football games. I get it. But, like, to die on that hill, like, that's all I want to talk about when Notre Dame winning. Some argue with people on the message board. They're, like, just critiquing the offense. I'm like, it's 31-13 to 13 going into the fourth quarter. And all we want to talk about is how awful the Notre Dame offense looks. Like, God, I'm glad I don't live like that. Like, I mean, let me talk about time. the good things the defense is doing and how when USC turned the ball over four times, Notre Dame scored 28 points. Like, let's talk about that, people. Just real quick, man. How, I mean, the offense gets the short field touchdown. Second drive, they go with three and out, but the third down pass is is basically dropped by Flores or it's a first down. They have to punt. So the next drive, they drive down and kick a field goal, 36-yard field goal, get points. The next drive, they have to punt. On third and six, Evans is wide open for a first down, but that the ball's a hair behind him. They have to strip it. So there's 10 points, and then the other two drives, they have a first down where the guy just doesn't, hold the ball or the, or the drive keeps moving along. So next drive, a short touchdown. Then you get another touchdown. It's like, I, I think it was the third quarter where they came out and they had to punt a few times because that was Hartman throwing the ball a little bit high and a little bit. And then defense took over and they win the damn football game. Yeah. Yeah. PV appreciate I'm, the super I'm chat. Up. Trey pool with a generous $10 super chat. Appreciate this. He says, we question whether Freeman could get this team up for a big game after Louisville without a doubt. Great game plan. Kudos to all the coaches. Yeah, I mean, what Notre Dame wanted to do, the repeat of the Clemson game, I don't know if that was what they came in exactly wanting to do, but I think it was, Tim. Like, that was the way they wanted to win the game, and uh, mission accomplished. So, um, really nice. Nice victory. Um, And, uh, yeah, shout out to Marcus Freeman, man. Big win in a tough spot for him. 
Uh, you know, Notre Dame loses back-to-back games, and then yeah. which would make three out of four. Notre Dame Nation is pissed, um, and uh, not right now. They're not. Yeah, and another little quick little tidbit for this game is, you know, it's two years in a row. Marcus Freeman and Lincoln Riley have been in this game two years in a row. Both games are ranked, which is the first time since 2005-2006 where SC and Notre Dame are both ranked in the same game. So Notre Dame lost those two games. Notre Dame's won and won the last two years against them, so. Uh, just a little side note for uh, Freeman and Riley as they, you know, march on to year three next year. Yeah. How about Notre Dame doing this in front of a nice recruiting you know, crowd? Some pretty good visitors rushing the field, by the way, after. I'll the say the, the crowd was loud on television. I'm yeah. talking loud. They, once again, it goes back to the anger, revenge, the crowd, the players, everybody in Notre Dame was on their heels tonight, ready to roll. Trey Poole, appreciate the super chat. Randall McAllister, uh, appreciate the two. Uh, if you guys want us to address anything that you have in super chats, please uh, put it in the comments of your super chats. Um, Randall, we appreciate the, the the support there. Void says last year we gave Caleb the Heisman. Yeah. Do you think we took it away this year? Uh, I think Michael Penix should be the front runner. Love your show always. Um, yeah, I mean, Penix it's, is the yeah, Penix is the front runner right now. Definitely yes. only helped himself in that game against Oregon tonight, or excuse me, uh, this afternoon. You know, I don't. I think it's too early to say if you took it away from him. I mean, oh, they took it away because if they run the table, you know. So no, exactly. Definitely exactly. hurt his chances. Yeah, yeah. Void Walker, appreciate the five. Uh, the diamonds with the five dollar super chats. No message, but uh, really appreciate the support. The diamond. Um, if you guys. Posted super chats and you forgot to put a message. Just like do another ninety nine cent super chat and I'll see it and we'll read it. Uh, Joey Green says it's time for Notre Dame to unleash the speed. Love Price phase on three. Um, we finally have some speed on offense now. Time for Parker to do his job. Um, yeah, didn't really see much of Jeremiah Love tonight, Tim. I thought that was kind of an interesting subplot. But again, but we can't. Friends. Yeah, we can't yeah. like complain about not seeing like we want estimate in these big spots well you know like well, he had three carries for six yards i mean well it goes back to the the short fields notre dame got points on the short fields as i just rattled off a couple you know reasons why they went three and out was the third down play was there to to keep drives alive which means you're going to see love and SMA rotate more they had to punt so because uh, balls were dropped or balls were a little over or high price we saw in the Boom, kickoff, obviously. And Faison, yeah, Faison, I think he started. I want to say he was out there for the very first play. So for a guy who's on lacrosse scholarship, the football scholarship in a week, I want to say he was out there for the – He was. Him and Greathouse him started. And Greathouse, they sure right? were. Yep. And, um, yeah, here's Greathouse with a pulled hammy out there playing his tail off. That guy is is obviously hurting. Thomas is really hurting because we haven't seen I mean I, if we saw him two snaps maybe so I don't think he played I don't I remember yeah, seeing I think he was out there once I thought I saw 83 unless that was 13 but um yeah I'll we'll look for the things but yeah those guys are gonna play those are some fast dudes they're gonna be on the field a lot. Yeah Joe Green appreciate the five dollar super chat uh a Clayton 47 says can we play can we just play our offense, our defense on offense? Go Irish. Seriously. I mean, that defense for Notre Dame did everything. Yeah. Just, or just made everything very easy for the offense. Um, so 
definitely big kudos um, to that uh, to Notre Dame defense. Now that I'm thinking about it, Tim, the four turnovers going for 28 points, would that include the scoop and score? So I can't really give the offense this the credit for that. I was talking about that earlier. So I can't – if they count that, um, yeah. No, no, no. That's a defensive touchdown. Yeah, but I'm, I'm just – because like turnovers and then points off turnovers, does that defensive touchdown count for that? That's I don't know. But anyways, uh, hey Clayton, appreciate the ten. Um, yeah, how about that Irish defense? Tyler says, uh, "Why no Jeremiah Love? What a game by X Wants. Yep, for sure. In terms of Jeremiah Love, they just they wanted to defeat Estime. I'll, I'll say, just, yeah, I was gonna say I'll just say the situation. I think it's just the situation of the game, the flow of the game." Not a lot of plays for the offense. That would be my quick uh, take on the reason why. And they really didn't need him, I guess, tonight. Yeah, absolutely. Um, Tyler, appreciate the two. Hey, look at B Place with a big boy $20 super chat. He says, great win all the way around tonight. Saw Marcus Freeman with a little bit more fire in the sideline when mistakes are made. He was definitely pissed that time tonight. Glad to see that Xavier Watts water performance tonight. Go Irish. Yeah, Xavier was fantastic. Excited to see his PFF grade. I think we got to give a little shout out to uh, as well. B place um, in, in Notre Dame fans to JD Bertrand, uh, eleven tackles, half yes. sack, one point five TFLs. I mean, just look at four sacks and eleven TFLs for this Notre Dame yeah. defense, um, forcing some fumbles. I mean, they it really was a, a fantastic. Yeah, I mean, Watts run. is going to be the. Yeah, Walter Camp always comes out with the player of the week. So he's definitely going to be the national player of the week. That's not going to be rocket science here. But, yeah, yeah as I said earlier, J.D. Bertrand was <laughs> was a man possessed tonight as well. He he played his butt off. Yeah, the um, yeah the PFF first team all week stuff. Yeah, yeah, he's going to be all over that. You'll <laughs> we'll probably find three or four articles at blueandgold.com this week. And, by the way, folks, uh, if you still sign up right now, I believe our half-off deal um, for the year – is still in place. Um, hold on, let me show you guys our current offer. So a dollar for a month for your first month if you're a new subscriber, or you can get half off the first year. So please check this out at blueandgold.com for new users. B place again, really appreciates the yes. super chat here. Very generous. Um, yeah, Michael says good win in front of the recruits. Absolutely. Um, ton of commits. Lots of 2025 targets. How about Carter Nelson, uh, the elite tight end from Nebraska who's committed to the Cornhuskers? He was on campus. Any, um, any elite receivers uh, on campus, Mike? Can we? Uh... You know, our boy Cam Williams. Okay. Um, in terms of 2025, Dalen McCutcheon from uh, the Dallas area. Um, okay. He's big time. Uh, I mean, Jerome Bettis was on campus. Um Jerome Bettis Jr. So yeah, pretty pretty good receiver recruits. Uh, but yeah, Michael, appreciate the five. And um, yeah, I'll be looking forward to reporting on recruiting because that's obviously my beat at Blue and Gold as well as our YouTube page here. Um, so yeah, make sure you guys lock into blueandgold.com this week. Saul says, best defensive performance in a long time. Great execution. Yes, the offense can be better, but we need experienced receivers on the field for that. Yeah, I mean, can't put it all on the receivers, but I think the biggest culprit for Notre Dame's lack of offensive success, at least in my opinion, is the receivers. I mean, that's why when Notre Dame is, you know, has is going like four wide or five wide, you have two tight ends out there all the time. So the receivers are exactly. banged up and just not dudes. Merriweather played what less than 10 snaps. And that was oh, Tim. Do you remember that little that little little reel we did asking you about 
like, oh what do you God. expect from Merriweather? You were like number one receiver on the team. And I was like, hell yeah, Tim, preach. Oof, oof. Man. You were wrong on that, that one. Well, that goes back to Notre, is, is the, the whole reason why I did that. I talked about that was just the history of Notre Dame. That so many, I mean, there are books written about guys who've gone from freshman to sophomore years and made the jump. And he, he, he definitely has not done that. So um, definitely has not done that. I mean, yeah. I mean, the wide receiver, you know, you, you know, people want to complain about the offense. They're playing a guy who has a, a sore hamstring. Who's a true freshman. Let's don't forget. who just did his first midterms as Goolsby said on the message board. He was exhausted during midterm. So he knows what these guys are going through. Faison's a lacrosse player. Rico Flores is still up and down as far as, as for me. Um, Tobias, and then who they have no other wide receivers, Mike. They have none. Yeah. <laughs> no wide receiver. It's two years in a row. That's why they're playing hero ball, trying to throw the ball to Evans. Yeah. So is that Tim Brown called you know Michael Mayer last year? So they don't that's that's why I'm asking you about recruits. Hey, great, more tight end recruits, blah blah blah. Where's the wide receiver recruits, man? Bring in 12 more. Let's go, Freeman. Find 12 right. more receivers to recruit, please. Andrew Letson, $5 Super Chat, says, uh, Price to Branch, add Matt Damon. How you like them apples, GIF? <laughs> hashtag game time, hashtag my drop. Let's go Irish. Hell yeah. Yes. Cheers, Andrew. Um, and appreciate the five. Uh, Daniel says, does the aggressive play call on both sides of the ball stick from this point forward? Um, I I mean, I... They've, you know, they they've been this on defense. Yeah, they, absolutely, they're, they're not sitting back playing, you know, old school fifty defense cover four, and just chilling, keeping everything in front. They've been aggressive all year long, and um, and when it comes down to the offense, offense obviously was they've gotten the you know much better defenses as they played, and the wide receivers. I talked about this uh, the other night. I I want to say the wide receiver targets over Louisville and Duke. They only got 39% of their targets over a two, 39%. How the heck are you supposed to be an offensive weapon? You 39% of your targets you're catching. And it's, it's a struggle out there. Yeah. And then looking at these receivers tonight, Tim, you had uh Tyree go two for 62. Yeah. And then everyone else was less than 25 yards. <laughs> I mean, um, but, they still uh, need to get Tyree more. I mean, seriously, they just, you I know, know they did the quick screen, the deep one. I'm like, that. That quick screen, though, that he like, yeah. I I jotted down in my notes like, that's what we want from Chris yes. Tyree. Like, we don't yes. like. I don't want him to be contested ball down the field guy. Now, you get him one on one with no safety help over the top. Absolutely yes. right. That was pitch and catch. Great ball by Hartman. I mean, just that's what you need from Notre Dame when these teams are stacking the box to sell out against the run because Boom. the defense is like. You can't throw the ball over top of us, and then you have Chris Tyree in a good matchup. That was beautiful. But Tim, I mean Tobias Merriweather, Central Michigan game, Tyree here and there. Like Notre Dame just does not have like that big play ability down no. the field. Like they they're not regularly showing that. I mean, I'm sure there's been some other you know 30, 40 yard you know wish, but like like that touchdown, that 46 yard touchdown is exactly. What Notre Dame needed because the play before, I, I think it was a first down. Audric gets stopped for like a, a gain of or, or like negative two yards. It's mm-hmm. like second and twelve around midfield. Like oh shit, here we go, boom, forty six <laughs> yards. So gotta love it. Daniel appreciates the five, my friend. B place uh, with another yes, generous yeah. super chat. 
Bubakar Traore is a name we need to get familiar with. What an introduction. Hell yeah. Yeah. Hey, man, that Mike Singer bold prediction. Hey, man, at least I got one of my bold predictions that are looking decent right now before the start of the season. I said Bubakar Traore is going to make an impact on this defense by the end of the season. Um, or, or later in the season, I believe I said. And uh, Traore um, tonight, um, you know, looks looks like a pretty darn good one, Tim. And his stat line, where's 51 here? Yeah, uh, just one tackle, and it was that sack. But sack. yeah, um, the sack and gave SE three points. So those yeah. were his combos. <laughs> he gave SE three points. Juicy. But I Jason. thought it was more Sneed. Sneed's running back there, high five, and I was like, "Dude, do you not know there's a football game going on?" <laughs> yeah, I can't. I can't get on anyone in that situation. It's just very emotional. Just kind of a weird situation. But uh, yeah, Juicy J ten dollars says for the best Notre Dame show on YouTube. Great win, season saved. Hell yeah, GCJ. Appreciate season you being saved. here. Um, and uh, yeah, season saved. I mean, yeah, I think that's yes. a not only save your season, you just defeat a top 10 team, rush yes. the field in front of those big time recruits. It's like even more than season saved. So um, it's kind of like a season rejuvenated, even. GCJ, appreciate the 10, bro. Yes. Uh, Stanley says, Will people stop second guessing the coach? And seems like a turning point for Freeman. You t- mm. Tim, you know how I kind of feel about everyone. There's two people that everyone is going to go after the quarterback and the offensive coordinator. I mean, and quarterback. Yeah. Quarterback and offensive coordinator. It's like, that's, this yeah. is all I hear. Say, yeah. I, I mean, I'll see so many comments. People are being like Jared Parker and, and folks, I understand this is not the popular opinion, but I don't really give a damn. I'm going to speak my mind. Right. People are like, Jared Parker is so predictable. Really? Then per, start predicting it. Like I want you to jot down, Write down, all right, it's third and six. What do you think, or maybe not third and six, they're probably going to throw the ball right, but like Did first and 10, every first and 10 or second and seven, like you jot down what you think Notre Dame is going to do on this play and not just run or pass. Yes. Like I think they're going to run a bubble. I think they're going to chuck the ball deep. Like you start predicting it then. Like it, it, like there was one negative. So the, reverse, the reverse to phase on, was that predictable? See, that's the thing, Tim. It's like when it's when it works, everyone's like, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Hey, but when it doesn't, it's like screw Jared Parker. But when it works, we're not like, hey, good job, Jared. It's it's just very easy. I think it's very lazy to just yes. go after the offensive coordinator. You guys can hate on me all you want. It's I think it. And am I am I saying Jared Parker's been amazing? No, but I just think it's very lazy analysis to just go after the the offensive well, coordinator. Well, well, that exactly. It's. And last week, I mean, even tonight, he was aggressive. He came out through the ball. He was trying to be aggressive with Sam Hartman in that second half, and it led to some punts instead of just – I mean, had he just lined up in 12 personnel and hammered it, people would complain there. He's trying to throw it. Last week, people were like, oh, he can't be too so predictable on first down. I went back and charted. He threw the ball more on first downs than he did run the ball. So he is being aggressive. And I always chart P and 10, which is the first play of each possession, possession and 10. He threw the ball more than he uh, ran last week against Louisville. So he is trying to be aggressive. It goes back to the personnel. That's why do not watch Oregon and Washington because they have freaks. Can Notre Dame recruit any of those guys, by the way, Mike? You handle recruiting. Is there anyone out there like that? Those guys are unbelievable. So Also against unbelievably bad defenses at times, but yeah. Oh, dude, you know why they're bad defenses? Because they're freaks at wide receiver. So from yeah. now on, follow Washington and Oregon. Who they're, whoever they offer at wide receiver, 
please make sure the Notre Dame recruiting office knows that and they can check in because those guys are – that's not bad defense when the guy's jumping over someone catching it. Richard, $5 Super Chat says the defense showed up big time, still have no offense, only 250 yards against one of the worst defenses in the country. Partly why they didn't have more yards because the, the Notre Dame defense just kept setting Notre Dame up. Two-yard drive, kickoff return, multiple – yeah, exactly. You can't have yards when you can only go 15. Yeah. I mean, Notre Dame started their first drive at the USC 12, um, their fifth yeah, drive at the two USC yard, 2, two. their sixth drive at the US, or at the 50-yard line. Um, by, so. by the way, how, how far was the kickoff return? Because I was getting 99. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Put that on the stat sheet, right? I mean. Yeah. So, but again, I mean, no offense. That's obviously strong, but offense needs to improve. But that's the way Notre Dame needed to win this game. Um, you know, playing really well defensively, making a play on special teams, and that's exactly what happened. Just yeah. one Andy gal. She says, sorry if uh, this is a word I struggle with, duplicative. You'll give us chapter and verse on all the kick-ass recruits who experience this ass-kicking celebration? I mean, yeah, absolutely. It's going to be um, your, your articles like crazy yeah, in the next my, couple days. Yeah, that's my job for sure. So, yeah. I mean, obviously I'm not really contacting recruits right now. I'm doing this show. Um, but uh, And then, yeah, I got to edit what? another video. But tomorrow and Monday and can really you, the rest of the week will be all about recruiting can, for me. Can you put the graphic you – I saw you tweeted um, just of the top eight guys if you have that handy. Just, just within the next – you know, whenever you can. Yeah, I found that it, uh, there's a couple of guys on there. I don't know if I. Yeah, I got you. Um, yeah. yeah. Justin, do you go? I appreciate the super chat. Yeah, I mean, Carr, Knight, Flanagan, Dallas Golden. Go. I mean, just go ahead, Tim. No, no. I, I was going to say, in Golden, that's the same school as Keon Keeley, right? The guy yeah. Golden is unbelievable. Yeah. He's unbelievable. And I, I will say, Thomas. Is he, he's, he's from, uh, is he Brophy Prep as well? Yep. yep. Ben Morrison School. Yep. He is a hidden gem. That guy is really, really athletic. I've seen some of his film. And then real quick, uh, Singer talked about the other day that the kid from Kansas, I, I absolutely love that kid's film, the tight end. Lincoln Cure. Yeah, yeah. He, he got offered today. And, and then offered. Uh, and then how about, um. I hope that kid commits because that kid's film, Mike, I was like blown away how athletic he was. And then speaking of a tight end, Carter Nelson, Nebraska commit top hundred player on campus right now. So that's a little uh, sneak in, huh? Yeah. Dennis says good win for Freeman and recruiting and me. Hell yeah, Dennis. Dennis, right. I just love seeing a lot. I love seeing the new names, obviously. And uh, I know on YouTube, they'll show up like a hey, first time solo super chat. Like I love seeing these reoccurring super chats as well. Like Dennis is always in here. Tom DeMay is always in here. A lot of negative about oh, offense in chat. I agree in principle, uh, but don't ignore we've improved uh, over our last year, including receivers moving in the right direction. Future bright, amazing win. Finish the year strong, Tim. Yes. Yeah. I mean, they had no wide receivers last year. That's why they threw the ball to mayor every every three plays. Um, yeah, I mean it's it's still there, still a massive work in progress. I mean, two wide receivers that Notre Dame recruited that you know we're not going to see this year. Braylon James, who's a freakazoid athletically, and then Caleb Smith with out with his shoulder injury. So we'll learn more about them in the spring. Faison's obviously going to keep developing. The two freshmen this year are going to be guys. Um can they convince Chris Tyree to come back for a fifth? That's going to be an interesting one. Does he want to do a fifth? 
because he's been a true slot now. Obviously, Thomas will be back next year. Colsey, who knows? And then Tobias might. I mean, I, I never want to talk about a young man and their future because that's their decision and whatnot. But where is he at Notre Dame next year? We'll, yeah. we'll see. Yeah. Tyree, that one would make sense for him to come back and use that extra COVID year because – like show more film and more development at a receiver. Cause he like, he really could use that extra year. Yeah. Um, so but, he's, only, I mean, he's only been it. He's only played slot for eight games and he hasn't been a true go-to guy. I think he can be the, the way he keeps developing, you know? Yeah. Yeah. He's, he's, he's down. I, I mean, man, I, I've really been in his camp this year about just like get him the ball more. Tim. I really almost dropped an F bomb. I I am so happy. Like I'm a journalist, right? I'm the guy who didn't grow up a Notre Dame fan, but like it's it's I, I if my ass Tim didn't hurt right now, and you know, like I, I say we could go for another hour. Um, but I mean I also have to edit another video. Tyler and Jack at Blue and Gold do their little, you know, you know, post up and, and talk for 10 minutes. But tell I, I could do this all night. I mean it's huge, Mike. It's huge just to go back to the whole entire narrative of year two, Marcus Freeman. You lose this game, your three losses at the bye, and you still got to go to Clemson. So you're legitimately looking at an eight and four playing in. And I keep saying the Blue Bonnet Bowl. I'm just using that as a joke, but you're going to be playing in a mid tier bowl. Now you're going into a bye. You got huge, huge um, momentum, and this is where these coaches need to relax. They, I mean, they, I'm sure they're going to go on the road and do some recruiting and stuff like that. Meet, uh, go out and see some of the guys, but they need to just take a deep breath, see what's worked, what hasn't worked, handle pit, and then rally like hell. Because the Clemson, Clemson is down. Clemson is not Clemson that Notre Dame played in 18 and 20 and whatnot. So. Uh, very, very winnable, but it's a road game, and it's going to be a massive environment that that night. I'm just freaking hyped up right now, man. Oh man, I'm 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 with you, Mike. That's why I couldn't talk during the game. I, Even I, these texts I'm doing on the side, like just I couldn't, I couldn't talk. So I couldn't. Excited, yeah, man. I was so man. I was just like, oh my god, they're going to get this. The turnovers, the momentum, the crowd. It was it was a perfect it was a perfect night for Notre Dame football tonight in Marcus Freeman's second year. You know what, Citizen says Notre Dame was predicted win slow down. You know what, Citizen? <laughs> I'm not going to say what I was about to say. But you know what, bro? I hope you enjoy your night. So, exactly. We're predicted to win by two, Mike. They were predicted to win by two, and they won by 28. Yes. So, yeah. Dude, so Notre Dame be excited. Is... You know what, Tim? Mike. You know what, Mike. You know what? Yeah, yeah. Would you, would you rather – yeah, I mean, so so – he, he was, he's excited. They, you know, they were predicted. So he was more in line to enjoy a 32 to 30 game and stress, or do you like an absolute butt whipping against your arch rival? I'll take this game in any, any, any just real, real quick, Tim, when we still got 20 super chats, they just keep coming. Uh -huh. So I tweet every Thursday, Thursday or Friday tweet. Hey, here's the game coming up with a nifty graphic. What's your score prediction? Okay. Most of these are Notre Dame fans, right? It's, and then the algorithm will feed this into some USC fans' timeline. So sure. yeah, it's mostly Notre Dame fans. Let's say it's probably about 80-20. Joel says SC by 13. Um, I don't know who he's a fan of, but SC 13. How about 56 to 10? Um, USC 
40 to 21 USC, Notre Dame 34 28. Here's a Notre Dame fan 38 24 USC, um, Notre Dame 35 USC 26, 30 oh, 27. Cool. How about Notre Dame 72 USC 12? K Sizzle, you probably had the best pick here. Shout out to you. Uh, 28 24 Notre Dame. Hey, how about uh, Jacob Lacey's dad says 38 28 Irish? What's up, David Lacey? USC 45, Irish 17 go, from a Notre Dame fan. Go Notre on, the SC, Mike. Go, I mean, I, I listened to some of the, the podcasts this week, just SC, just, you know, some of the Los Angeles guy. I don't think there's any, uh, dude, it's like 99.9% USC was going to win this game by 20 plus. Every single, you go on YouTube comments, same thing, looking at the scores, every USC homer was like, oh my God, this is a cakewalk. They have no speed, Notre Dame's average, blah, blah, blah. So, Hey, I'm gonna I'm gonna wake up tomorrow, make blueberry pancakes for the kids, and they're gonna be hyped. I mean, were we scared of USC, Chris? Hell yeah! But we also, me, me, Tim, and Ghouls, we all picked Notre Dame to beat USC. I mean, we also haven't picked against Notre Dame this year, and probably won't. It's been, but you know, still, I picked Notre Dame to lose to USC before the start of the season. You did. I will say that I you said did. eleven to one only lost. I had a forty to thirty. Yeah, my August prediction was forty to thirty. I thought this would be a shootout, a wild affair. I picked Louisville to be thirty-one thirty. So that was my close game with Notre Dame Louisville last week. I said that was gonna be a barn burner. Everyone laughed at me. I just thought Jeff Brom was gonna just have something ready for them. But um yeah, it's a big win, Mike. Yeah. Big, big win. Hell yeah, brother. Cameron says, uh, awesome win, best win in years because it's USC tops the Clemson wins 10 and 2 New Year's Bowl. Well, I forgot about any Michigan win. Yeah, Michigan 2018 dominated early. Was it 2018, Tim? Yeah, that was 2018. Yeah, that was 24 Dominated early, and then, yeah, um, Michigan kind of you know, scored some garbage time. Yeah, that was, uh, that was a good one. Uh, Cameron H., appreciate you, brother. Very generous $10 super chat. How about this one from Big Killa? He says, played like a champion today. Hell yeah, I was actually I wearing um they do not sponsor this show, but this was what I was wearing during the game today. Shout out Augie's locker room. Oh, nice. Go Augie's. Yeah. So um, that's what I was wearing today. Um in the in the play like champion font. You love it. How about this super chat? Peter Pie with five says, Tim looking sharp. Nice show. Can't wait for ghouls tomorrow. Tim with that haircut, man. Can you can you show us the side profile, Tim? I mean, uh, if I like my, my hair's been my, my hair's been a mess for two weeks, right? And my wife, my wife, I mean, my look wife's, at mine. My wife's on me all the time. You got to get a haircut. You got to get a haircut. I mean, I'm not gonna. It's say that, that. week. I had to clean up. Tim, I mean, if I'm if I get to be 40 years old like you are right now, and I look like you, I'll be freaking fired up. Man. Oh, I love it. All right, uh, Mendoza with uh, a five dollar super chat. No comment. Uh, no Irish with the two. Um, DJ with the five and Mike with the five did. Man, super chat comments weren't working there, but all you guys appreciate you. Like I said earlier, just drop it like a 99 cent super chat. Um, and uh I will pop those up on the screen. I'll be looking for you guys. Um yeah, there's just the the live chat's just too much right now for me to like find you guys without posting super chat. So it's like post a 99 center and we'll get to you. Um Wynn says any tr- any truth to Peyton Bowen, Keon Killian. Uh, Carnell Tate being interested in transferring to Notre Dame, go Irish, great win. If that is being reported, please send me the link. I would love to see that. Any truth to it? Like, is someone saying that? Because if so, that'd be great. Uh, I, I I don't know. Yeah, Owen's playing a ton. Keely's yeah, red shirt. Owen Tate, is... Tate's only playing a little, right? Yeah. I and think. then uh, 
Keon Keeley, I don't think he's probably playing for Bama, but uh, Peyton yeah. Bowen's just dominating at, at Oklahoma. I know he played really well in the Texas game. Win Carmody, though, I really appreciate the support. Uh, Walsh Up had a $10 super chat, and I did find your comment because you posted it right after. He said, great win. You guys are the best. Goolsby was actually right for once. Yeah, don't tell that hey, to Goolsby. Say that. Goolsby I mean, what, what? says he's right pretty often, so – what was Goolsby, uh What was he right about? Everyone keep, just that Notre Dame would win. Yeah, he posted on the board earlier today, and he was like, "Hey, Notre Dame's going to go out and, and kick some ass." And and they certainly. Yeah, I think did. his prediction was thirty-one twenty-eight. Yours was twenty to nineteen. I think mine was thirty-two thirty. I think thirty-two thirty. Yeah. Walshed up. Really appreciate the ten there. Drunken saunterer says, "I'm arguing with people on the message board." Singer, I found your problem. Yeah, that's. You're right. And dude, I've been, I've literally been working on these websites since I was 19 years old and I'm 30 now and you think I would know better, <laughs> but I don't, I don't. Um, but, uh, I really appreciate the 10 and for making me laugh. Overshadow says about time. Someone woke up the echoes. Hell yeah. Overshadow Sean. Appreciate the two. Great win. If you're Irish Davis with another very generous $20 super chat. Yes. Um, says the offense wasn't super great tonight, but they took advantage of every opportunity. I want to get this super chat tattooed right on this yeah. face because this is that's just the truth. It wasn't super great, but when the defense gave them the opportunities, Notre Dame scored yeah. touchdowns without hey, just a real quick because I'm reading some. Now. How about in the first half when Jalen Sneed? Almost cost Notre Dame again when he ran into the punter. Notre Dame holds Caleb. Oh. So Jalen Sneed runs in the punter. Jalen Sneed's celebrating right before halftime instead of getting his butt back. But I wrote, I forgot here, third and three and fourth and one, J.D. Bertrand back-to-back tackles to end that drive. Hold the SC with no points. So that was awesome to see. So just going back to J.D. Bertrand, I thought was the second best player tonight outside of Watts. Unbelievable night. Will C says tattoo his face, $200 super chat. Maybe, maybe, maybe. No, please do not. Please do not do a $200 super chat, everyone. Please, no $200 super chats. You guys don't need to do that. Um, these $2 ones and even the $20 from Davis is more than enough. You guys are very generous with your time and, oh. and, and your money. We appreciate it. Tim D says, uh, phase on Notre Dame, future version of Julian Edelman. Small, fast, good hands get so Tim, can we talk a couple of minutes about Jordan Faison? Like, and all of these subplot, like you have the story of Notre Dame season, right? Mm-hmm. The the Ohio State, the Duke, the Louisville, the USC, like kind of the flow of the season, right? And then you have the subplots, the you know the running back usage is a slub subplot, right? Like the the coordinator subplot. Jordan Faison might be the most interesting subplot to this season, Tim. What just a what a what a player. Hey, to be a lacrosse player primarily and to just go walk on at Notre Dame and to have the stones and the confidence to just be like, okay, yeah, my first game, I'm going to go catch a touchdown. Then I'm going to go play against USC. For the for, Started. For the rivalry game. Started. Started. The stones, the confidence. That kid is a freaking baller. I almost dropped another F-bomb. What a ball. Like – I want to be like Jordan Faison oh, when I grow up, man. I I posted. Um, I mean, someone said something about him when he got a scholarship or whatever, and like the other day. I'll be honest with you, I had never spent twelve seconds on him uh, during the summer. You know, I'm like, oh, it's reporters are bored. It's training camp. They're always trying to overhype someone at Notre Dame, 
and it was like, oh, Faison's this, Faison's this all the time in training camp. I'm like, he's a walk-on lacrosse player, all right? And then he just keeps yeah. working his tail off. I, I literally watched his high school highlight film. I posted this on online the other day. Holy moly. Yeah. Um, you know, and I guess he had, I guess he was injured his junior year. Iowa and some other Big Tens came down and offered him. Hey, find more of these guys. He is yeah. hey, his highlight film. I posted this and it may anger some people in recruiting circles. Who has a better high school uh, high school highlight film that Notre Dame has signed than that kid? His highlight film is electric. It is electric, Mike. And yeah. Notre Dame, I've I've been saying it, Notre Dame, the overhype on the recruit from the re- receivers that have signed and have faded away and drifted away, his film is, is unbelievable. So find more. Play yeah. the Smurfs in the 1980s with Joe Theismann. They had nothing but all these five, nine receivers. Go find those guys. If they're faster than everyone, he could play. He's a walk-on who's better than all these guys they've signed. All right. I just raved about the kid. My only pushback will be like, all right, think about jo- Jaden Greathouse's junior year carving up Peyton Bowen. And, and Ryan Yates. He's not as fast as Faison. Yeah, but he's not as fast as Faison. But I'm still taking Jaden Greathouse over Jordan Faison for talking about overall receiver talent. Okay, if you want to catch curls and hitches, Faison is electric. All right. I don't know, man. I watched Washington, Oregon again. I like some electricity outside. But I you're like not even playing them outside. You're playing them inside. So that's Faison. So who do you want at slot? You want Faison catching bubbles in the, in the oh, quick house or Greathouse? They're Tim. It's just, would I rather have? I mean, you know, look at all these slots. Would I rather have spaghetti or cake? Why not both? I'll take cake. Both. I'll take cake. I'll all take right. cake. All right. I'll take and I'll take both. Uh, Tim D. Appreciate the super chat and look at that. Some good discussion there. Uh, and then Joey Green says Dash with the two dollar super chat. Um, well, Joey, I appreciate the two dollar super chat. Don't really know what you mean there, but uh, and I appreciate the one from earlier as well. Chris with a five dollar said, "Cool to see Sneed." Make that sack and get Marcus yeah. Free- and get some Marcus Freeman love. Seems like he is gaining some coaching staff trust and uh, gets playing time versus the mobile QBs. Great show, Tim. Do you have a couple minutes on this? Man, I really I- need to go pee. Is yeah, that okay? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Go party. Yeah, do a little potty break here. Um, you know, I'll rant here while Mike's on. But yeah, with Sneed, I think he had one snap against Duke. If, if my memory's right, and maybe a few more last week, or maybe it's vice versa, but I think it's only one against uh, Duke. He, he's, he's an electric athlete. He's He's got – it's like seeing Traore on, on his one play out there with the sack, and the way they use Marist is Mike Goolsby talks about all the time, his length and athleticism. Marist is extremely athletic. Sneed is like to be double that. When you watch him run and explode, it is dynamic how athletic he is. So – you know, the, the running into the punter. I mean, this kid had an event tonight, like 16 uh, coaching points that he's going to learn from running into the, the punter. I mean, you force, I mean, I've coached defense for a long time, and it's like, my God, when you get an offense off the field on a punt, that's like the greatest thing in the world. And it's like, oh, my God, they just gave Caleb Williams the ball back again. And J.D. Rout rallies at the end of that drive. Then he drops the pick. Remember the pick he had? Like a quick one, it's quick, obviously. Yeah, that's a tough yeah. one, but it's in his hands. But then he gets the sack. He gives up three points. I'm sure Freeman is going to lose it. Uh, but the coaching points of this young guy who's still be I mean, he redshirted last year, correct? I think he only played in the four games. So he was a redshirt last year. So 
He's gaining a lot of experience. He's going to be a full-fledged dude uh, the next couple of years in 24 and 25. So fantastic athlete. Keep finding more of him. Chris Allen, appreciate you. Um, another super chat from Drunken says, fans literally don't know anything about football strategy. Please don't ask them to actually predict things during things live during the game. I mean, that 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 tweet I pulled up was, you know, from um, – if we're talking about the tweet, yeah, that was from like Thursday, but – Oh, Listen, you're I'm just saying, like, that's kind of the perception before, you know, so anyways. But oh, the perception was that, see, look at today on the Fox and the ESPN show, they get college game day. Everyone's thinking SC. There's only a couple of Notre Dame guys. So, yeah, absolutely. Uh, so, Drunk, I appreciate the, t- uh, the five. And then the two here from um, Adelbert says, we battled. We were intense. Oh, yeah. We were ferocious. Go Notre Dame. Hell yeah, brother. Hell or yeah. Sister. Yeah. So, um. Great win. Hold on. Hold on. Tim. We got, uh, got a little video. What do you got? Just, you know, the scene. Oh, I've not. Once again, I haven't been on. So they did storm. They stormed the beaches. There you today, go. Huh? Tweet from uh, Jack Silva from Blue and Gold. So there you go, folks. There's, there's the visual. How do you feel about rushing the field against USC, a team that you, you – had the better edge in the rivalry here in recent years. You okay with the win? This is field storming. For me, it just feels like we're kind of, I think as a college football community, we're storming the field a little too much now. Just beat anybody, storm the field. I mean, Mike, Notre, okay. Dame was favored, Notre Dame was favored by two. Is this a storm rushing thing, right? So, uh, no, I no. just think it's the game, man. It's the, I mean, yeah. once again, the freaking emotions, my friend, of, of the last few weeks. I think today they just threw everything into this football game and it was like man we're partying because we ain't doing a damn thing next week all right i'm gonna post what do we got pictures over there? uh that's uh deuce knight with uh sam hartman and kingston philly by the way kingston my guys kingston um is freaking awesome he was yeah. everywhere last night they shut out modern day and uh beat the number they, one they really they, they shut them out I want to say, I think it was 28 nothing. Uh, I, I saw some highlights of him. Uh, some of the uh, reporters on Twitter, dude, he is, my God, he is so damn fast. He is he is so different of a player from last year. And I think that's coming back after missing his sophomore year with the knee injury, getting back in the groove. He is a different, different dude this year. So absolutely electric. Uh, shout out to St. John Bosco. And he got on the road to come out here. That's awesome. Yeah, it's impressive. Um, Dude, that's huge, Mike. That's huge because it's still St. John Bosco is still SoCal. It's still the pressure Tim. of the community to go to SC. It's there. So his his top three was Notre Dame, Ohio State, USC. So he's at Notre Dame, Ohio State. Ohio State beats Notre Dame. He comes back for the second ever time he spent to a Notre Dame game, if I recall correctly, and it's yeah, USC. Yeah. So I talked about him all this week. And our recruiting show Thursday and in articles, I was like, let's look at some USC Notre Dame battles. Owen Street, big the offensive lineman from Wisconsin. Uh, Damian Shanklin, a defensive end from Indianapolis. Usually, if you think Notre Dame USC battles, it's more about like guys in Southern California and not so much guys in the Midwest, but that's what it kind of is. And I also mentioned Kingston. I was like, listen, I have no reason to believe that Kingston is anything but solid with Notre Dame, but still, it, like you said, Sam, it's a Bosco Pressure, kid. Man. It's who pressure. loved USC during the recruiting process. So it's a really nice win for the Irish there. Randall says lifelong fan Notre Dame beating USC makes my year. Yes. LCS Randall, appreciate the five. 
Yes. Don't give a damn how the offense looked. Did you win? Yes. We're fired up in this show. You know, Tim, like when you hear post game, like, uh, you know, locker room talks with the coaches, what do they always say? Hey, we'll look at the film tomorrow. Let's enjoy this one tonight. And that's what we're doing tonight. Yes. We are enjoying this one. Yes. And the shows with the cool super chat up classic. Uh, I already, uh, put it away so I can't bring it back up or I'd have to scroll for about 45 minutes to find it. But Chris, I appreciate the $2 and uh, yeah, those are epic super chat by, uh, by Goolsby. We got the whole Smith family giving us the super chat it says nice. guys out there in the North end zone in orange hats. You could see us uh, in every field goal in PAT in the uprights okay. and we stormed the field. Um, So when you guys were, you watch the game, you'll see the whole Smith I, family uh... in the orange hats. Because I usually rewatch on Sunday nights, as I, I I always dive into the first half on Sunday nights and uh, rewatch you and uh, Mike's uh, show. So I will be looking for the hats on the field goals. Smith family appreciate the five, and uh, really hope you enjoyed the game tonight. And I'm sure you did. Um, Bill Murphy says halftime up twenty four to six. Thoughts went back to the seventy four game. <laughs> um, yes, <laughs> yes. I'm not gonna lie. Especially with the way they ended, Freeman giving them calling that timeout because those knuckleheads are celebrating. And um, yeah, uh, I'm with you. And then Notre Dame comes right out, goes three and out, gives the ball right back to him. I'm like, oh my god. So, oh, seriously, I was nervous. I'm not gonna lie, man. I was. I mean, I love. I mean, I mean, born and raised with you know Notre Dame football, and that's like not for my dad. My dad was a huge SC guy. It's more my grandparents' side, which Notre Dame. But it's like Notre Dame, obviously Michigan, Michigan State, iconic you know, rivalries there. The hate with Michigan State because they played more than anything. But uh, oh, I'm not going to lie. I was a nervous wreck, Mike. Seriously, right before that kick. This is going back to your point you said, Singer, the, the kickoff return. People want to complain about thing, offensive stats. Who cares? The dude went 99. I'll take that any day of the yeah. week. Hey, the, the oh. points all count the same, man. Don't care hey. where they came from. Again. You want the offense to play better for future games. We get that. But in the context of tonight, don't really give a shit. <laughs> don't. <laughs> I don't. I feel Bill, appreciate the two. Um, JP says, drop that F-bomb single. I just, I mean, I just said shit. So we'll, we'll, we'll have to settle with that. Life is always sweeter with a big win over SC. Hell yeah, brother JP. Appreciate the the very generous super chat there. Chris Allen says, F-bomb beeper fun starts here. Let it fly. You guys are hysterical. Uh, and I know these super chats were from 15 minutes ago, so we're a little late on them. But uh, yeah, appreciate you guys. Jimmy um, says, "Enjoy your show. Great analysis. Just got back from the hotel from the game. Great win. Thanks." Well, Jimmy, appreciate the super chats and for us yes. benefit of your uh, your day with us. John says, "John, you got a cute cat, my friend." He says, "As soon as SC showed up in ski masks, I knew it was over." You know, Tim, this I thought about that too, man. I was like, "That's a good sign for Notre Dame." Uh, just like uh, Notre Dame versus Miami in 2010 Sun Bowl. Sun Bowl. Also, yes. Notre, also Singer 6-3. You got to tell me Tim is 6-7 next. No, no, Singer How probably tell you, Tim. I'm a 6-flat right there, okay. right on the right on the tippy toes. Very respectable. Um, but, yeah, Goolsby's got us beat, you know, obviously by far. Being, what, 6-4 Goolsby is. Um, but, uh, but, yeah, John, appreciate the five. And, uh, again, 6-2, but my wife will tell you 6-3. She's like five three or five four, so you know it, it doesn't really matter. You know, everyone for her is just very very tall. You dunk on uh, with the indoor hoop, the Nerf hoop in your house, just dunking on her all the time. Oh, I mean, of course, 
Yeah, it's a great husband move. Walsh up with five says the offense played on a short field tonight and capitalized every time. Give me a break. Yeah, I mean they all. Let's pull up the drive chart, Tim. Because again, like I'm, I'm here. Like let's talk and rave about the just just the game. I don't really care about the, the game, offense, but the game again. Four plays, sixteen yards punt. Three plays, three and out. Three and out. Three and out. Seven plays, twenty-seven yards. So my, four, my, three, my. three, three and outs. But that's football. I mean, this is the I mean, same. I mean, it's basically the same damn thing against North Carolina State. Six touchdowns, North Carolina State. In a six three and outs against North Carolina State. When was the last time that's ever happened? So, yeah. you know, it is what it is, man. I'm, I'm beat SC. They destroyed SC. I, I mean, literally. If if anything, I mean, let's be honest. I mean, if this score was flipped, people would be like, "Yeah, Caleb Williams just came alive and tore him up. Notre Dame couldn't do anything." It's it's the opposite. So it's um yeah, huge huge win. Awesome awesome night. Yep. Can't Folks, if you've not done so yet, you just joined us. Please hit that thumbs up on the video. The last time I checked, we were doing pretty well in that department, over at least over 600. Um, so, uh, Jeff, the last in the chat, Jeff said it was amazing to storm the field. Did there you go. Did you storm the field, Jeff? If so, are you are you messaging from the field or are you le- left now, right? I hope he has left by now. There's a guy I follow on TikTok, which, yes, I use TikTok, folks. I, you know, I don't care. You can hate me. And he, he does this thing from NFL stadiums where he'll go to an NFL game and then he'll see how long he can stay in the crowd or just in the stadium until someone kicks him out. And he times it. It's hysterical. Uh, I think he did like a, a Packers game. And he was he was, he was like, I, I could be here forever. I, or it was a Michigan game, actually. I guess the Michigan security, they just don't care. But anyways. He literally just fans. hangs out until someone says you got to go. That's what he does. And he also does a walk on the field challenge where it's like in the off season or something. We'll just like, can I get into this stadium? Oh, and and that is such a cool, it's his name is G fed G F E D. Okay. The chat follows him. That's awesome. Yeah. 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 So he's, I I freaking love it. Cause it's like, I'm all right. I'm not going to go on. He's having fun. It's something fun. Yeah. 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 It's it's pretty cool. I it's could fun. talk about it for another 10 minutes, but that's not the point of the show. I did I post it. a poll in the chat. Um, do you like the field storming for this game? 145 votes, votes, 58% is saying yes. So again, I think that's fair. I could, I could go either way on yeah. it. It's all right. Hey, it's a bye week. Who gives a damn? Yeah. Go get some uh, go get some uh turf. Drunker with another super chat says Notre Dame bringing in better walk-on receivers <laughs> from lacrosse than Dell's top recruits. Well, damn. Well, yeah. So, yeah, yeah, they've had some decent walk-on receivers. Not gonna lie, but obviously, oh, they have. They yeah. definitely, they definitely have. So, um, yeah, Faison, it's 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 gonna be. Um, so you know, you're taking Jordan Faison, like you think Faison, you'll take him better, like long term over Great House. Like you like that, you like him better. I like I like fast guys. I don't know. That's just me. I like yeah. guys that are. Fast and I like I like basket. Alabama was struggling times ten today. Guess what they do? That's throw up some fifty yard bombs to the fast guys and they got them. Those yeah. are fun. Um, no, I maybe I was just blown away because I hadn't paid attention to him and I literally watched his senior highlight film. I was like, Are you kidding me? How the hell did Notre Dame walk into this guy? And I heard it was the lacrosse coach called Freeman. He says, Hey, this guy really wants to play, but he's going to go to the Big Ten. Unless you let him walk on, he watched his film and was like, "Hell yeah!" We'll that the story. It. Yeah, yeah, I heard that first. Uh, read that, or maybe it was his interview he did the other day, something like that. 
Yeah. So just a quick little synopsis, or maybe it was in the Horka. Tyler Horka had an article about him the other yeah, day. Yeah, I, I didn't there. read that one, but yeah, yeah. And uh, that's probably where I read it. And um, yeah, but he's fast. The he's dude, it, the dude run. Yeah. And I think like the speed thing is just so much more like a, a topic for us because Notre Dame just doesn't have it. Right. Like the, the Jordan Greathouse, Jaden Greathouse of the world are, are fantastic receivers, but Notre Dame just has a lot of but those guys. Tyree. It's, I mean, the plate entire Tyree is so, I mean, it, it, literally it's the same thing they ran last week at the phase on phase on was number three who ran the deep bend last week. This week they ran it with uh, Tyree, who was the number two guy running the slot. And they're fast. Those dudes are fast. Is your cat coming in? Can you hear him? No, I just remember you talking about your cat coming in. Oh, my cats are so. I, they're hissing and they just barged in my, yes, my yes. office. Yeah, hey, I have no problem with Great House. I have no problem. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I know you don't. I know you don't. Yeah, yeah. yeah. He, I guess, I'm just so impressed by. How he's at Notre Dame. It's yeah. awesome. Yeah, for sure. Love Jordan Faison as well, obviously. Drunk, I appreciate the super chats there and the and the good left. Chris says, great win tonight. Um, X was a study. Xavier Walsh is fantastic. The defense was lights out last year. Um, Caleb Williams won the Heisman against us this year. He likely lost it. Offense was what they could be. Yeah, fair, fair analysis here. Uh, from Chris and appreciate the five, my friend. Brian says, uh, usually watch on mobile, but watching on TV via YouTube, which is awesome. Uh, hello, uh, hello to Myra, Roman, and Mary Cates. Hello, Myra, Roman, and Mary hello. Cates. Uh, I'll keep watching forever, regardless. Well, Brian, appreciate you. Hope, uh, you know, I mean, Tim Hyde looks great on on my small laptop screen. I'm sure he looks even amazing on the big screen. Uh, so, could we just like give Tim? Yeah, there he is. Look at that. Look at that handsome guy right yeah. there. <laughs> Andy Nation says, "What a glorious night! Absolutely fantastic." Andy Nation, good to see you in here, buddy. Uh, Two dollar super chats there. And we are caught up on Super Chats, Tim. How about that? Beat Pitt, Mike. Enjoy a week off. I mean, we'll be back on Wednesday, right? The chit-chat uh, ch- and whatnot. Obviously, we won't have to do a midnight show next week, which will be nice. Get the Saturday. Um, oh, man. Seriously, I mean, just, just to do a recap and whatnot. It was, just, it was awesome. It, it really was. I was a nervous wreck tonight. I, I'm not going to lie. I was so excited for the game because I love this football game, but I was a freaking nervous wreck, Mike. Tim, I, I was very nervous. And they rallied. They rallied. I mean, this I, – I mean, it may be overkill. We're going into buy. Who gives a who gives a damn if it's overkill or not? But this win – I mean, hey, new athletic director, Mike. New school president coming in. Yeah. New board of trustees president coming in. A lot of new things and new people like their guys, as they like to say, in the coaching world and whatnot. People do not dislike Freeman. They like Freeman. So this is huge for him yeah. to beat SC with an opportunity to go 10-2. and two. That is going to look awesome going into year three. And don't like to always look forward, but you have to at certain times where there's a turning point. And Louisville had to happen maybe for SC to happen. Sometimes those things suck in football, but they're real. Yeah. Yeah. Good stuff, Tim. Um. And then, um, yeah, so, I mean, we can look at the rest of the schedule real quick and kind of recap that, and we'll sign off tonight. Um, eight games already, Mike. It's October 15th. Eight yeah. games. So you start the season 4-0, drop one to Ohio State, oh, beat Duke, lose Louisville, beat USC, and then you've got a bye week. 
which I'll be you know tracking where the Notre Dame coaches go out on the road later this week. Yeah. Um, and then you get Pitt, 3.30 p.m. Eastern time. Our live show, I will be doing our live show from the Notre Dame press box. So Are you going to be at the Pitt game? Yeah, I'll be at the Pitt game. Oh, okay. You haven't yeah. said that yet. That's awesome. Yeah, yeah. Uh, you, told me, you, you told me you're going to Clemson. I think. I'm pretty sure I'm going to Clemson. Pretty okay. sure. Okay, but, but Pitt's I, official. Pitt, Pitt, oh, yeah, yeah. Pitt's, I've, I've had book for about a month. Okay. Um, well, so I'll be at the Pitt game, so we'll do the live show, and then we might be doing the live show as well from uh, Memorial Stadium. Um, I would love to do something where I just wouldn't be able to stand up for so long, but I'm like, you know, standing up, and you got the, the field behind me. I don't, I can't stand for an hour and a half. But, uh, <laughs> you know, the, 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 the whole TikTok series I was talking about where the guys, how long can I stay in the stadium? Yes. That's what I'm going to be doing from that damn press box after some of these games where Stinger's <laughs> going to be in there for two hours doing a live show afterwards. Um, but, uh, and I'll see you. So yeah, pit three thirty kickoff pit, uh, or excuse me, October 28th. And then you go to Clemson the next week, probably going to be under the lights. Is, um, is them going to come up then after the yeah, press yeah. conference instead of doing their little 10 minute video, come up live with you. I don't know what they'll do. Yeah, yeah, because I'm gonna be driving home, and if I, I'll know what I'm gonna do. It's gonna be a late night. I don't think I will be editing that video until <laughs> Monday morning. That's for sure. Uh, with like a two-hour drive home, and then oh, traffic added. Who knows? Uh, but then you got another bye week, Wake Forest, and uh, and Stanford. Yeah. So, Stanford. all right, three more super chats just came in, so we're gonna call it call it there. No, no moss on the super chats. Um, Chris yeah. says, "Do you think they'll move on from Tobias after the season? What are we?" I mean, Chris, look, let's, that's an after the season discussion, you know. Like, I I don't like I don't like dogging on kids. Like, no, I'm 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 with you. It's like he's you see the talent, you see the speed. It's been right there in him, right? It's he's had opportunities. Just keep finishing, keep working. He's too tall and long, and all those things that are like good attributes to have. So massive sophomore slump after really not doing much as a freshman and whatnot. So it's hard to say a slump. I think it's a slump from the expectations thinking he was going to evolve and get 40, 50 catches, whatever the heck were just because of Sam Hartman didn't happen. It it really didn't happen. I think now the season's taken this ebb and flow of we're going to be in a lot of 12 personnel because of the injuries, the limitations we have. And we're going to rotate who we have. Yeah. So yeah but Chris, appreciate, appreciate the five there and the support. Another Chris says a, f- a $10 super chat says for the efforts, gents, long stretch, but this is an awesome show and way to wrap up the answer. Everyone FUSC go Irish. Great show. Chris appreciate yeah. the kind words and the su- support in wicked Bronco productions. What's up my friend it says we are flipping Carter Nelson. Uh, also, Mike, I tore my ACL storm in the field. I hope you're joking. Cause you put in a little, I hope you did not tear your ACL. Uh, Watts top five individual performance in Notre Dame football history. I mean, that would, yeah, I mean, it's a lot of Notre Dame football there, uh, but I'll take your word for it. And uh, I mean, he says we're flipping Carter Nelson. So uh, I'll, I'll take him at his word. So he showed up. That's kind of a um, big deal. Um, so I should know more about that. That's huge. I yeah, mean, just the big. fact that I didn't, I didn't follow that. Like I said, I haven't been on, been in my bunker. Huge, when you're the the fact that he showed up is like, it's a big deal. Is that a last second thing or did it just leak out today? Leaked out today, but it's been booked for a while. But, you know, I, I, I could see it going either way. I mean, he has such, like, his family, diehard, diehard, diehard Nebraska fans. 
Yeah, the big red, man. Uh, and he's a big, big commit for that state. Matt Rule trying to flip it, turn it around. So he's been you know, to like every home game too. And I think. every home I think game. Your for article of yeah. yeah. Um, and they had a bye week. So, so yeah. But also, like you call him to this Notre Dame game is kind of a statement. So um yeah, yeah, that's, it, it, yeah that's interesting. I mean, he's an athlete. I mean, Mike Goolsby's talked about him. He plays Freak. in the middle of nowhere, eight man football. He's freakishly athletic. Yeah. When he plays tight end, DN, middle linebacker, hell, I don't know. He is he's he's damn athletic. Just for so. folks wondering who the hell we're talking about, Carter Nelson, Ainsworth, yeah. Nebraska, kind of middle of nowhere, Nebraska, number 60 overall player, number five tight end, and the top player from his state. So um, yeah, he took official visits to Nebraska, Notre Dame, Georgia, and Penn State over the summer, and then uh, committed okay. to Nebraska. It kind of looked like Notre Dame, Georgia, according to some people, and then yeah. Nebraska, like you know, he committed there on his visit, and then uh, and then yeah, he's, Notre Dame just kept working on him, and uh, maybe they can flip him. He's man, he's he's so. I said I would want him as a DN. I just loved his length and his freakish speed. It's like make him a. I mean, Notre Dame could get tight ends with their eyes closed, but that's like he's, yeah, he's a special athletic uh, young man. All right, Tim, I think I'm ready. what I'm about to do is I'm going to take this tie off and go put my Augie shirt back on. I'm going to go pour myself a nice glass of whiskey, start editing uh, Tyler Hork and Jack Sobel's video that you'll be able to find on our – so if you're going to be up for a couple hours – or maybe hour and a half when I'll be able to finally publish that thing. Maybe less than that. I don't know. I'll get that posted. My wife told me she has some leftover Chick-fil-A Ooh. in the fridge. So I'm going to throw that in, in the, probably the air fryer. I think those chicken nuggets. So I'm going to eat and then uh, be going to sleep around 3.30-ish and uh, wake up and start contacting recruits and writing more articles. So uh, definitely a fun time. Yeah. Um, but it's, it's a lot more fun to do these late nights and early mornings and grind your, uh, after a win. Are your Dolphins on tomorrow or bye? What do you got? 1 p.m. against the Panthers, and I believe it's at home. So should be a good way to put us at 5-1, and one, and your uh, your Patriots are god-awful. Oh, Mike, the big game tomorrow, the 4 o'clock Eastern game against the Raiders. So there you go, Pats and Raiders. Oh, wow. That's going to be going to draw a big. Mike, you know it's bad when they're talking about how do we get rid of Belichick. So you know it's bad, my friend. So Yeah. Enjoy right. the Dolphins' success while you can. Hey, I will. everyone, celebrate. Have a hell of a week. We'll see you guys Wednesday when we're back on, but celebrate. Don't worry about anything from this game. Look at the score. High-five everyone who gives a damn about stats. There's a butt kicking tonight. And we will dive into it Wednesday. We'll have yes. our live show Wednesday. We'll kind of do like a bi-week reset. So join us Wednesday night and again tomorrow, 7 p.m. Eastern time with Mike Goolsby. We'll talk more about Notre Dame. USC as well. Hit that thumbs up before you get out of here. Subscribe to our YouTube channel if you have not done so yet. And as always, folks, we will catch you next time. Notre Dame 48, USC 20.